Hello, greetings, salutations, welcome to the podcast that looks back at albums, movies and video games to ask anyone for seconds. I am your host Dave and with me today I've got a very, very lucky or in some cases unfortunate person in this absolutely blistering heat we're having today in the UK. So please, mystery special type person guest, please introduce yourself please to the lovely uh, listening audience. Hi, my name is Amber Jones. I'm a voice actress and YouTuber from the northwest of England. How how are you doing today? Are we all good? Are we all okay? Yeah. Just man, just about managing. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this absolutely blistering heat is just is just getting to everyone at the moment. So you're probably a little bit confused as to why kind of I've asked you on. To be honest, I'm going to assume that's going to be the case. A little bit, but not a lot. Not a lot, to be fair, because you know, I know when you said video games, I was like, okay, I'm interested now. <laughs> cool. So, um, basically, what we're gonna do is we're just gonna have a chat. Just like I'm, I'm really, really interested and curious about sort of voice acting and voice work and things like that. So I'm, I'm really curious about it. Obviously, your opinions and stuff as well. So we'll just keep it nice and informal. We'll try not to get too heavy, but obviously, if we do get that way, it's fine. Don't worry about it. The power of editing is a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. I use it all yeah. the time. Cool, cool. So um first things first, really. How how on earth did you get into it? What what kind of drew you drew you to like voice acting and stuff like that? Because it seems like such an alien field to me, to be honest. Well, I think it was because of my love of cartoons. I grew up watching cartoons constantly. You know, like Boomerang and Cartoon Network would be showing all the old Hanna-Barbera cartoons like Top Cat and mm. Tom and Jerry, Wacky Racers and everything like that. And I sort of just grew up watching those and all the... I mean, to be fair, not bragging, but uh, we had all the channels. We had CITV, CBBS, yeah. Playhouse Disney, Nick <laughs> Jr. We had everything. I know I talk to people and they say, oh, yeah, I only watched Nick Jr. growing up. And I was like, oh, well, I had all of them. So you're talking with someone who knows pretty much every single British kids show on the planet. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, <laughs> that's pretty cool. So, so was there anything like in those sort of formative years where you thought, yeah, that's really cool? Because I know for me, the thing that really, you, I mean, you're talking a lot, sort of like a kids sort of cartoons. I mean, I'm I'm a massive Scooby Doo fan. Oh, so that, like, I am that, too. That was the one that always got me kind of paying attention with all like the many different variations stuff really is was there like something in particular that really kind of got you to like go, oh this is this is interesting well it wasn't anything in particular i suppose i mean for the longest time i didn't know what i wanted to be i was drawn between i don't know an actress an artist mm. a painter anything like that but um i think it was when i was about 13 or 14 years old i realized okay watching all these cartoons it makes me want to do this as a as 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 a profession, like I want to mm. get into the biz and you know voice all these little cartoon characters and stuff like that. I think it'd be really fun to be fair. So I think it proper kicked off in 2018 when I got into American cartoons, like proper hyper fixated Rockin' Bullwinkle, uh, Gummy yeah. Bears, Doc Tales, all the Disney afternoon shows and all the Hanna Barbera shows again um, and everything like that. And yeah. then I researched on these voice actors. I was like, okay, I like these people. They are my heroes now. I love them. <laughs> um, so I reached out to a few of them who were obviously still around because I know a lot of them had uh, already passed away by that point. I mean, mm. I mean, you've got the late uh, great June Frey, you've got Don Messick, Doors Butler, Paul Freeze, Bill Scott, my absolute hero. 
I love him to bits. I, I love him so much. I made a two-hour documentary on him. I was going to say, that's, um, is that Rocky or Bullwinkle? Bullwinkle, remind me, because I can never remember. Mm-hmm, yeah, Rocky was Bullwinkle. June oh, Frey okay, was Rocky. Yeah. And now... Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. But... See? Nothing up must leave. Presto! <laughs> no doubt about it. I gotta get another hat. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Yeah, so, oh my gosh, like, I have such respect for these voice actors here live about over 5,000 miles away from me. Um, so I did contact them and I was like, okay, I like these guys. So I became more invested in this type of industry. And in late 2019, I was asked by someone I know who ran a kiddie ride company. I'm not sure if you know already, I have a I have an obsession with these corner-operated children's <laughs> rides that you see outside supermarkets and stuff. Oh yes, I know. I'm well, I'm well familiar with them. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the ones that would laugh when you walk past them are just They're creepy the as heck. Yeah. <laughs> are we was... allowed to swear on this show? Yes, of course you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Yeah, creepy as shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was always the postman Pat ones that that always did me in because it was kind of just randomly it would just start moving on its own. And you yeah. get the theme tune play, you're like, bloody hell, what's that? It's yeah, just... so Saints was the one, Amy, you just said, Postman Pat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's just, it reminds me of this funny story that uh, one of my one of my friends had. Um, he was in, well, I mean, we, we always talked about, like, kids' shows and stuff. Like, we got along like a house on fire because mm. <laughs> we were, like, always making jokes about kids' shows. And now this is unrelated, but I've got to say this because it always makes me laugh. He was watching Macbeth in his English lesson. Okay. And um, one of the guests in the film or something knocked at the door and then um i think i can't remember if it was his teacher or someone in the film they were like oh who do you think that could be and my friend's like postman pat it's like oh i'm so sorry. i don't think postman pat would be in macbeth and he goes you can never be sure i'm like bro bro i was like yeah every time much every time someone mentions postman pat i have to bring that up but anyway um we're going off the subject i do apologize i tend to go off topic all the time right, no worries fast, i love it so you're gonna have to slow this down no you're no 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 you're fine go with it i love tangents and stuff go for it if you feel the necessary need yeah but um yeah so kind of you were talking about the rides and such yeah um so i know this 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 guy called richard pike he was the technical director of northern leisure probably one of the best leading corner operated ride makers in britain um and he was like to me well i I think it was him or it might have been gareth who was um who was like who also worked there i can't remember what his occupation was gareth if you're listening i'm really sorry (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i think it might have been no you're gonna have to make me look at his twitter now um he is oh great it's loading well that's loading i'll just say um i think he was like the manager or something like that i might have to just you know tell you in the future or something like that yeah 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 yeah, he was just like you know one of the higher ups there he was like to me, um, we have a new corner operated helicopter ride. Do you want to be the voice of it? I'm like, excuse me? Are you kidding? <laughs> yes! Of course I would! <laughs> I'm like, so I was like, oh my god. I went to being afraid of these things from three years old to actually having my voice on one of these. It's, it's like a dream come true, really. It's like you're living in a surreal universe. Oh, I, I can imagine. Because like I say, in the, I don't know how it is sort of out in other far-fling places in the world but i know for sure in in the uk whenever you go to a seaside town or even like you said if you go to like a shopping like you go to a, you go to like tesco's one of the big supermarkets something they're always there you can hear them it's it must be mind-blowing just walking past them one day you go 
I'm on that. <laughs> yeah, like I was excited to just go to Morrison's and you just walk past and you just hear, <laughs> you just hear, Helly Tatalica with Tat, and you're like, huh? That's so cool. That's really, really cool. Because, like I say, the, the voice acting world is such such an alien concept that you don't think, you know, you get these rides and stuff like that. You think, well, they must have hired someone and you don't think about it like that. But obviously talking to you, it's kind of like, oh, I can kind of put like a face to a to a disembodied voice. You know what I mean? You kind of yeah. get what I'm getting at. Yeah, that must be absolutely mind blowing. Um, Honestly, you, so you said before, obviously, kind of you've done these rides and things. Have you ever done any sort of like cartoons or, or sort of like anything sort of like web-based or anything like that that people may know you from not at the moment no i suppose this and another job are my only two professional jobs that i've done this helicopter one was merely just a favor for the company because we'd been so close to them um for the longest time um and the other one is a theme park ride which is set to open in america sometime next year i can't exactly say when but um it's not any set specific theme park, but it's built in California. And um, okay. whichever theme park, say for example, Six Flags or somewhere like that, if they like it, they'll license it, bring it to their park. And yeah, I just have a lot of, you know, kids hearing my voice and stuff and it just be <laughs> so surreal, you know. That's that's really cool. That's that's so cool. Because like I say, you just don't think about it. And it's just it's just one of those weird kind of alien things to me that's kind of like um it's just such an alien concept. Like I say, you don't really think about it. You take these things for granted. Because I know, like, when I watch kind of like films, obviously, for the podcast, I mean, I've recently watched them. Um, I think the episode would have gone out by the time I've put this one out. I've recently watched, I don't know if you're aware of it, um, Legends of the Guardians, the Guardians of Gahul. I don't know if you're aware of that. It's CGI animated film all about owls and they're fighting each other. And it's strange film <laughs> but, I don't, but it does sound interesting <laughs> yeah it's very strange you don't you don't think about it it's, especially if you're like a young kid or whatever you go oh wow it, it's a talking owl or whatever you don't especially when you're like that young age you don't really care and think about it and like i say it's when you kind of grow up and you get a bit older you go oh there's actual like people behind these things have you got any kind of like you're i mean you're doing rides at the moment have you got like any sort of influences or anything like that you want to kind of pull off of kind of channeling the way if, if you get what i mean yeah, I do. I do get what you mean. I don't have anyone in mind at the moment, but I suppose I. I really, you know, I'm sort of experimenting with cartoon characters because I did a few impressions just for fun the other day, and I actually. I suppose yeah, I, I can do a good Poison Ivy from Batman. I was like, I did it for this custom fandom, but did for someone, and I was sort of like, sort of like Harley, what are you doing outside? And it was like proper Diane Persian. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I didn't expect myself to do that. Um. But if I wanted to look up to somebody, not like in voice way, but like, you know, mm. as a sort of role model sort of way, it would have to be Frank Wilker. No yes. one else. <laughs> Frank Wilker. I had a feeling that you would bring up lovely Frank Wilker because I've seen obviously on your feed and stuff there. You talk about him a lot. And yeah, he's one of the greats in the industry for sure. And here's the next question. Why is the Scooby Gang so much more entertaining and funny and all around better than those lame, stupid, dum-dums, the Teen Titans? Because of versatile voice actor Frank Welker. Like, who's Frank Welker? Frank Welker is the voice actor behind all of my favorite cartoon characters. Megatron from Transformers, Slimer from the real Ghostbusters, Fred over there, and even Scooby-Doo. Me? Don't worry, there's no way our voices come from some guy named Frank. 
yeah, I honestly, it's about 50-something days until I see him in person again at the time of this recording, so oh, to wow. see him again, I can't wait, honestly. It's just, it's filling me with joy just thinking about him, because <laughs> oh, I've been waiting two years to see him again. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of things as well have been re- kind of recording from home, and you can't get out and do anything at the moment. It's with conventions and stuff as well at the moment, because I imagine... Have you done sort of any conventions sort of like walking around them? Because I think I saw you do, which kind of brings me on to my next question, really, actually. It's a bit of a strange one. Um, like cosplay and things. What what do you think about like voice actors like cosplaying their own characters? Because I know that you, uh, I know you cosplayed as uh, Parappa the Rapper. Am I right in thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Is that something that possibly like maybe in the future that you go, whoa. If they asked me, <laughs> in, in, in a weird in a weird world, you know. But is it something that like you'd possibly interested in? Like you know, I know you do a lot of cosplay as well. It's like you've done like Isabel as well from uh, Animal Crossing. Which is it? Is it like a thing that you think? Oh, that's really cool. Or you just think, ah, oh, that's kind of corny. You know what I mean? Because I know yeah. Tara Strong does a lot. She's done like a she's done Batgirl and I uh, Poison Harley, hasn't she? Poison Eye. Ha- there, there. <laughs> you, you know what I mean. Yeah, Harley Quinn. Uh, yeah, from she's the cosplayed Arkham Raven games. as well. Yeah. yeah, Raven as well. Yeah, obviously walk around Comic-Con and stuff, hasn't she? So. Yeah, well, in the nicest way possible, as much as it sounds fun, I'm not going to cosplay as a helicopter for at least four hours. <laughs> no, that's 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 fair play. But if... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if I, if I do a cartoon or like if it ends up being... One of the characters from my theme park, right? Because I voiced two characters on the ride. Yes, I would definitely cosplay as one of them for sure. Mm, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Because I saw as well earlier that I think it's a new either One Piece anime or there's a new English dub. And I know Charles Martin he's turned up to the premiere in this massive oh, pink yeah. suit, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what the anime is now. It's either Dragon Ball or it's it was one of these it was a Dragon ones. Ball series. It was it was one of the Dragon Ball ones. Yeah. And he's turned up in his big, massive pink suit. And I've kind of looked at it and I've gone, what What the hell is he wearing? And I've kind of gone, oh, it's the character. I get it. That's quite cool. <laughs> yeah, I've had the pleasure of meeting him twice. He's such a lovely guy. He gave me one of his prints and he was just so lovely. Oh, my gosh. I miss so, him. I can't, I can't imagine him saying anything else aside from the iconic Mario lines. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a Punch-Out game where he voiced all of the characters. Did he really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh, cool. So I think moving on from that, uh, is is there like, if you ever got to a point, you know, where, say, sort of like a series or something would sort of like come talk to you, like a series or a film or or a project that would just really take your interest, is there is there anything kind of specifically that you would specifically want to sign on to do, or like even like I said, if there's a role that you know you think, oh. I could do that in a heartbeat. Is that like a dream role for you specifically that you would, that you go, yeah, that's the one I want to do? A dream role of mine is to play a, a, a character who has autism. Oh, okay, yeah. Whether it's a, whether it's a cartoon character or a real life character. Um, I have auditioned for a few shows that have asked for autistic people to voice act as that specific character or like, you know, act on camera. But unfortunately, I've never gotten past the uh, callback stage. Oh, that's a, that's a shame. Did they ever give any reasons, or was it just literally... They just said just either I was out of the age range or they just weren't what I was looking for. Then they end up casting some professional actor from London. 
or someone's oh. already been on stage or something, which is really annoying because I'm I'm stuck up in the northwest and I suppose the nearest acting capital to me is Manchester. So, yeah, yeah I just feel like making my own show at this point. I'll write the theme tune, sing the theme <laughs> tune, I'll write the script. <laughs> it's like Dennis Waterman. I just feel like doing that like right now. Like I just want it not my way in a specific thing, but I just want a show with an autistic character and for me to be the voice or to be the character in person it would be a dream that's really cool because i mean that's not really something that's openly talked about especially kind of in like the mainstream media i mean obviously there are some more negative representations of it unfortunately but to have someone do it justice you know i think that would be absolutely amazing to see especially with the increase in uh representation on screen either in like films tv or video games and, and such like that you know that's good on you <laughs> thank you yeah good that's cool so you said as well with kind of live action live action acting as well is that something that you'd consider in in the future or is it primarily just for now kind of voice acting per se oh definitely i would definitely consider it in the future i have done a few stage plays before so it, it, it there isn't a um it's not uncommon for me to do them because I have okay. acted on stage before. Um, on camera, I've been in one or two shows that are more reality-based, not like fictional. Um, okay. So, no, I've never been on any, any fictional television show or anything like that that's been broadcast on television. So mm. many of it, most of it has just been either web-based or, you know, just stuff in real life. <laughs> no, that's, that's fair enough. I mean, I think my claim to fame is just sitting in an audience for a recording, to be honest. So that's... <laughs> what recording was it? Um, I went a couple of years ago to go see, I think it was Taskmaster. I can't remember who was oh, on it. Oh, wow. Now. Yeah, it was a couple of years back. It was, um, uh, oh, now you put me on the spot. Uh, Catherine Ryan, uh, Doc Brown. I can't remember. There was lots of things to do with pineapples. I can remember that. And there was lots of uh, potato yeah. puns because they were had a load of crisps or something. And they what? were just handing them out, and they were just doing like potato puns. I was like, okay, this is just so surreal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's on fun though. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was good fun. It was good fun. I don't think I ever made it into any of the shots because every time it's on TV, I was like, oh, my Taskmaster's on. <laughs> so kind of every time I look for it to come on. How fun! The other thing I wanted to ask about as well is kind of audiobooks. Are you big into audiobooks, sort of listening to them or anything like that? Is that something that you'd possibly be interested in or yeah definitely as um i was saying before someone else there are loads of aspects of voiceover there's not just cartoons there's what well, animation there's video games uh commercial audiobook you know there's different sectors as i say so um audiobook would mainly just be my normal voice if i'm reading let's say someone's uh, biography or something along those lines commercial will be more sort of a slimmer voice so it'd be sort of like a bit up in the air but sort of something that you would definitely see on tv or something a bit along those lines and then and then cartoon you got the sort of dummy voice somewhere like that <laughs> god that's just transporting me back right to my childhood tennis. oh bless you <laughs> so as well as that um the other thing big thing at the moment um i spoke about it on a podcast uh not too long ago was the recent phenomenon, for whatever reason, replacing uh, well-known voice actors with known names. The most recent example I can kind of think of is the new uh, Chip and Dale film, where they've replaced the two leads, uh, Chip and Dale. I can't remember who voiced them originally. 
Tres McNeil and Corey Burton. Yeah. Brought back Tres McNeil, but for whatever reason, they didn't bring back Corey Burton and they've recast the two leads with people from the Lonely Island. I don't know what the Lonely Island is. John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. See, clever people. I don't know these <laughs> things, you know. But kind of speaking to that, obviously, I know it's stunt casting and that, but I just want to kind of get your opinions on it, you know. Is there some cases where it might work or some cases where you just think, no, that's just so alien, so weird. Why would they do that, you know? Well, in the case of Chip and Dale, I see there's a perfect reason for this to happen. Um, the fact mm. that this is like like sort of like, you know, life story film of Chip and Dale and that the voices that Trez and Corey have done were just voices that they put on for the TV show. So when John and Andy voice Chip and Dale, that's just their normal voices. So for the show, it just it makes up this whole story about them putting on voices for the television show. And everything along those lines. And yeah, you are you are right. Uh, Tres was brought back as a gadget, but they didn't bring back uh, Jim Cummings um, as Monterey Jack for some unknown mm. reason. I don't know why. Maybe he was unavailable or something. I don't know. But there are some other films that I can think of. I know, you know, a lot of the animated films recently, like DC League of Super Pets or something along those lines, as like The, the Rock and Kevin Hart as Ace and Crypto. And yeah, it's just it's just really annoying. I need to go see that. I know Keanu Reeves is Batman. Uh, that's okay. That's kind of good casting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's some um, interesting casting. Very yes. interesting indeed. I know you got a space the Space Jam sequel. Um, for no reason they replaced Kath Susie as Lola Bunny with Zendaya, and yeah. the fact that all the posters were advertised as Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Tweety Bird, and Zendaya as Lola Bunny. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? So, so, and I suppose the most notorious one has to be the Scoob movie. Yes, they recast everyone, uh, yeah. part of the mystery, uh, the mystery in gang, apart from Frank Wilker as Scooby Doo, which I'm glad they kept him as Scooby Doo because no one else could have done it at all. Jeepers, Jinkies! Dang, I still don't have a catchphrase. Um, but obviously they, they recast him as Fred, and after seeing a little bit deeper into it, I think the casting for like them was completely justified because seeing a much younger Fred on screen and seeing Zac Efron voice him, I don't mind it. I think it kind of fits the voice. I mean, I can't picture Frank's Fred voice coming out of that CGI character. It just look frank i love you but it just wouldn't fit it just, <laughs> just think zach efron would um also frank uh supported zach in the recording sessions so i think that oh is... right oh i didn't know that yeah he was he was greatly supportive i think um so that sort of makes it feel better and stuff and um yeah just having frank of scooby do he was he was included in a bit of the uh like the promotional material and stuff like that and they like a lot of the cast list you know credited people um alphabetically so but like blah 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 blah, and frank welker so and in the credits you know like you know the splash screens where they say the big names and stuff like that frank was the last one to be shown and if i was in a cinema and that came up i would swear the whole audience would just go wild they were like yeah 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 (laughs) it'd just be so cool because like he's the person that they're most hyped for not um like will forte or um Amanda Seyfried or I can't, yeah. I, I can't remember who it is um, and Gina Rodriguez <laughs> so, they, they, they have me uh, mispronouncing <laughs> names there um, 
uh, one final example is the uh, second Sonic movie. Um, it's not stunt casting because, well, I know you've got Ben Schwartz as Sonic, Idris Elba as Knuckles, but they brought back Colleen O'Shaughnessy yes, as Tails. <laughs> She's been his voice actress for nearly 10 years. So I'm glad that they didn't just choose someone who has Hollywood connections. They actually went for Colleen like the cameo she did at the end of the first Sonic film. Because I know there was a lot, there was a lot of worry online, wasn't there, that they brought her back for the cameo, but then when it come to the second film, they yeah. were just gonna kind of leave her out again. Yeah, and she got she got credited on the posters, like you know when each character had their own poster, sort yeah. of thing, and it had at the top Ben Schwartz or Idris but on top of Tells was Colleen O'Shaughnessy. I was like, yes, that's what we like to see. That's what we've been waiting for. Woo. <laughs> Made me happy, to be fair. No, that's that's cool. I mean, you bring up an interesting point there, kind of. At least they are crediting them now. Because yeah. I think of when that, that Mario movie was announced, it was kind of Chris oh, Pratt yeah. and Jack Black and all these star-studded names and then just tiny... Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Oh, that's just such strange casting, but I can see it. And then just at the very, very tiny at the bottom, you've got Charles Martin. Well, hey... At least Kevin Michael Richardson is on that poster. He is a voice True. actor. He's a good one. He's bulkhead in Transformers Prime and he was just many other characters. <laughs> so I suppose there is, he is on the poster. First, of course, is Mario, who will be played by Chris Pratt. He's so cool. Because I know a lot of voice actors do kind of, they have to really, really fight for for a lot of their um, kind of credits and things as well. Because sometimes yeah. they just get on. Um, unlisted or, or what have you i don't know if it's to do with unions or whatever but it's it it's not fair <laughs> yeah it is most likely something to study with the billing and stuff like that they think mm. oh see big name people want to go see it so the other thing as well i kind of wanted to pick up is what what are your thoughts on voice actors replacing other voice actors so this happens quite a lot in the video game industry kind of whether they reboot a series or I think probably one of the most uh, prominent examples that I can think of is the Resident Evil series, where I know a lot of the time they often swap in or swap out voice actors for whatever reason. Kind of wondering about that. Even if they're kind of available, they still don't get asked necessarily. It's a bit like the, um, I think it was Metal Gear Solid Five. David Hayter didn't even get a call for it, and then it instantly went straight to, um, I want to call him Jack Bauer. His name's not Jack Bauer. God damn it, what's his name? John McJohnny Face. Uh, Fred, um, what's his name? Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland, that's his name. Yeah. Ah, uh, <laughs> Yeah, because he didn't... Keep, yeah, I don't know where I got that from, but yeah, I plugged that out nowhere. Um, so yeah, they, they replaced him with that, and obviously David Hayter was like, what the hell? I'm, I've am i been the actor for like the last 20 years or whatever, and suddenly gets replaced by Kiefer Sutherland. It's like... They knew he was available, and yet they still went with his big name again. Is it stunt casting, or is it just literally kind of they wanted to try something new with it? I can't see why they would go kind of that way with it. It just seems really alien to me. Yeah, I do know of one story. It's, um, you know, the real Ghostbusters, right? The cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Frank Welker was the voice of Slimer. Um, when they released the series Extreme Ghostbusters in the late 90s, um, they obviously Slimer was put up for audition and uh, voice actor Billy West got the role. Um, yeah. He then found out that the producers of Extreme Ghostbusters did not contact Frank and ask him to audition. Oh, wow. That Talk about like a, a kick in the teeth. That's... Yeah, and to be fair, I think I think they said like something like Frank was upset that he wasn't asked back as uh, Slimer. I don't know. 
if it were me, I think I probably would be, to be honest, because it's like the role that you've you've kind of taken and you've made it your own, and you, you all of a sudden like, who's that yeah. guy? You know, it's I don't know Hollywood. So get it together. Sort, Screw sort you, your Hollywood. Act out. <laughs> <laughs> sort your act out. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't really think of anything else really I wanted to talk about. I have one little thing to maybe bring up, if that's okay. Yeah, please, yeah, of course, yeah. It's about the helicopter ride, but what I was going to say was, I think the theme park role that I had was definitely a little ray of sunshine for me, because if you don't know the full story, well, the the helicopter ride was exhibited at a Emmy's um, machine trade show at the Axel in London in early 2020, and I managed to go and see it in person, and it was just beautiful. It was amazing. They expected to make over 100 models, ship them out all over the world, to America, Australia, um, many other places, and then the pandemic hit, and they only made two models. Oh. Two freaking models and because of how hard the pandemic hit the kiddie ride industry northern leisure went into administration and oh damn yeah so they've been they've been active since the uh, mid 80s they've the first ride was tractor tom in 2004 and i have to say i i i feel um you know a high honor being the voice of their final ride they ever made yeah that's that's definitely something (laughs) Yeah, I killed the company. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. These things happen, you know. It's. I was going to say, because with the pandemic and stuff as well, it's just everything just literally went out the window, kind of. Everyone's working from home. And I would imagine that um, the voice acting community, I you would hope that they would have thrived. but Oh, yeah. Well, no, the animation, uh, like the proper like anima- animated stuff, that that wasn't affected because everyone could do it mm. from home, really. Cause exactly, yeah. Stuff like that. Um, one helicopter is in Reykjavik in Iceland. Oh, wow. Uh, I know. It's, <laughs> it actually surprised me, to be fair. It's at a Kringland Shopping Centre. Uh, apologies if I did pronounce that wrong. Um, it's been there since late 2020, so... Um, Obviously, the the uh, the currency has been changed on the ride to um, the the currency of Iceland. I'm not. I can't. I keep forgetting what it is. I think it's like Krona. That's it. Yeah. Um. So, like the onboard messages have been announced. Like you know, like the standard Northern Leisure ones that say this ride accepts such and such have been changed to Icelandic. But when oh, okay. the ride's in motion, the original Eng- English audio is is still on it. So you can still hear my voice on it. Which oh, is that's really cool. That's cool. Because I was actually going to ask, did you have to do it in Icelandic then? Oh God, I wish, I wish, <laughs> I really wish. Um, and there's one that's currently being refurbished. I don't know where it's going to go, but it will be going somewhere in the UK hopefully later this year. So oh, awesome. I will go out on a road trip to find it. And then <laughs> March 2022 rolled around, and I was given the opportunity to audition for the theme park ride. Um, yeah. yeah the amazing wonder mission productions of california are behind this entire thing they've been working on this ride for years so they asked me oh yeah can you audition for this character well they put me down for two characters and they were like there's this third character we want you to audition for uh so i auditioned for this third character and they were like oh yeah do you want to know the plot twist no one else has auditioned so congratulations you've got the role i'm like oh oh thank you um and then i got into um the final round of auditions for one of the other characters i know one of the the 
one of the first characters that I was asked to audition for I didn't get through then the second one I was into the final round of callbacks with like three other girls and then they were like yeah you've got the role I'm like cool great and um originally the the one that I didn't intend on auditioning for um was an animatronic like an actual animatronic that you see on theme park rides but they've now changed it to be fully animated on a projected screen so in a sense I can say that I have voiced a cartoon and if it wasn't (laughs) for me you know doing a little bit of uh, scouting round and contacting them I don't think I would have you know I I would have you know what's the term what's the term I don't think I would have lived um you know, just being the voice of a kiddie ride that only has uh, mm. two models and will probably go extinct <laughs> in the next 10 years. And, you know, I feel like my voice career has just been given a whole new life to it. So I owe One Dimension Productions my career. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. So you said it's kind of, they're projecting it. Is it actually on the ride or is it kind of on the pre-ride? Do you know anything about that yet? Or is it just kind of all still very much under wraps? Um a lot of it's under NDA, but I haven't read much of the plot, so I don't really know. <laughs> oh, okay. No, um, fair enough. I think it's projected, like, mid-ride, something along those lines. I'm not sure if I can say oh, anything cool. else. As like I said, I don't know much about what's going on and stuff. I mean, I have been invited to the unveiling of the ride next year, so that'll probably oh, be... Oh, nice. If I don't get to go next year, next spring, it'll probably be my first time going to America, which... Oh, my gosh. I'm excited. <laughs> I am through the roof. Like, oh, oh my gosh. Cool. I've wanted to visit literally taking you all over the world (laughs) yeah of course that's cool that's really really cool that's not really the kind of thing that you can go on indeed.com for is it (laughs) just yeah it was was weird because like i know one of my friends who was like you know she was she's a part of the ride and then she was like uh she just kind of recommended me but i'm like um i kind of emailed and just said have you got any roles and no but i kind of go along with the story that uh she recommended me because it makes me look greedy you know just like looking for roles <laughs> and stuff okay you might want to cut that out i don't know it, it, <laughs> it just makes me sound like an asshole <laughs> i apologize oh dear but yeah that's that's really cool that's my story that's really really cool so i think I think we've got a nice little chunk there, and I'm absolutely um, sweating horribly. Oh, same. (laughs) I'm using this fan. It was my brother's wedding the other day, and they gave all these little heart-shaped fans. So I think before before we turn into puddles, so I think what we'll do now is I'll just say thank you very much, Amber, for appearing on this weird and wonderful podcast. It's been an experience. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, If anybody wants to find you or follow you on such places like the youtube or the internet where where can we do that for more exploits and adventures well if you want to see my horrible adventure no one can um if you want to see what i go up to in my daily life uh you can check out my youtube channel which is uh amber the fangirl that's all separate words so amber my first name the t-h-e fangirl it's one word uh, i publish interviews vlogs kiddie ride videos whatever i can film at this trying time during this terrible heat wave i haven't uploaded in a while actually because of you know how i can't access my room to edit stuff because of how hot <laughs> it is it's like a furnace in here um my twitter is amberlea which is a m b e r l e a h H X, oh Amberly X. Um, Twitter and YouTube are predominantly the only really platforms I um, I have a proper presence on. Everything else is just private. You know, I'm I'm a half private person, half social person. Fair enough, because I 
I think everybody needs to go and watch that documentary, though, that you were speaking about. That sounds like it was a massive undertaking. Oh, trust me. It took me a year. The pain <laughs> I went through. The sweat, so the tears, the blood. <laughs> so what's the name of that video, just so people can find it? Bill Scott, The Portrait of a Moose. And there is a part two coming out next month. Ooh, exclusive. Hashtag content. Yes. <laughs> who can tease? Who can exclusive tease? Exclusive content, indeed. <laughs> it won't be as long, though, I promise. It will only be about half an hour or something. It's just really the bits I didn't cover, uh, with a few more exclusive interviews from a lot of folk. Um, I think uh, there's a few folk who are in it who weren't in the last part, and, you know, just... Yeah, it will only be about, you know, just the main people who knew predominantly about Bill Scott. So, yeah, I'll start working on that whenever I can sit in my room without turning into a puddle of sweat again so yay <laughs> awesome cool so i just want to say to everybody listening thank you very much for listening get in contact with us let us know who else you want to hear on this weird and wonderful podcast we're over on twitter as at anyone podcast we're on facebook as well should you still have facebook god help you but if you want to go follow us there go on leave us a comment just search for anyone for seconds you will find us Longer rants, rambles, considerations can be sent via email to anyoneforseconds at gmail.com. We do the occasional Twitch stream as well. That's twitch.tv forward slash anyonepodcast. There's not really a lot going on there right now due to the heat wave and nearly passing out in front of a camera, but less said about that, the better. <laughs> if you want to leave us a like, rating, review on your podcast platform of choice and help us grow the audience and we can infect more people and get more listens and all that good stuff now normally what we do on the podcast amber is we leave people with a little clip of some either a bit of music or uh, a clip from a film or something like that that's relevant to the conversation we've just had seeing as you're the guest is there anything that you'd like me to leave people with why not the helicopter ride the, the little audio track Awesome. I'll find it and I will chuck it in now. Cool. Dave, I've had a wonderful time. Thank thank you for having me. You are very welcome. So, with that in mind, thanks again. Stay safe. You got this. Ha, 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 ha.